Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Hey, thanks for joining me, my friends. We are looking forward to this episode because we get to share some really cool information about the ministry of D6. I know a lot of you out there are struggling to engage families, and you're wrestling with how do we get families uh, equipped to disciple their children at home? How do we connect the the two together because there's so much fragmented things going on and people not coming back to church physically. Uh, how do we engage families in a digital way and all of those kind of things? But ultimately, how do we help parents be the main disciplers and how do we partner with parents that way? So D6 is a ministry that's all about that. And we're going to talk uh, to my new friend, Derek Altham. Um, he works with D6, and uh, I'm going to let him tell a little bit more about what he does. But uh, we'll be putting some links in the show notes as well about D6 and, and its conference that's coming up here in 2022, actually in person. So if you're dying to be in person with some people, um, you need to check that out. We'll put some links in the show notes for that as well. So Derek, welcome to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast, man. Man, I am so thrilled to be with you. I I feel like I should be interviewing you, man. You're just a legend. <laughs> oh, and please. I just am so glad to get to meet you and um and to just share a little bit about D6 Family Ministry with your wonderful with your wonderful audience. Well, thank you. That's that's very kind. I am far from a legend, but um, <laughs> okay. You're, you're Tom, I'm gonna keep the legend bump. That's oh, what we're gonna start man. calling you. Oh, no, please don't. Um, there are so many <laughs> other people out there that I would say that title belongs to before me, but I'm just yeah. here to serve and I love doing it. And, and, and I love what you guys do. So thanks for making time. Yeah. Um, cause I know you've got a lot coming up, um, here yeah. in a couple of months, we're getting into, to, to, uh, count out how many more days before the conference actually starts. We, we're like nine weeks out. Okay. Um, which I know for maybe the, the attendees sounds like a long time, but from a conference coordinator perspective, <laughs> that seems like tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about what you do there. Tell us about your family. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your ministry background. Yeah. I, um, my name is Derek Altum. I'm the director of events and development for D6 Family Ministry um, and Randall House Publications. And I have been with Randall House for about 18 months. Just to, to pause on my bio just a little bit, I started. In December 1st of 2020, and I was here for a couple of weeks, and then we took a break for Christmas, and we came back January of 2021, and D6 was in four months. So I got D6 2021 was in four months. So I got um, trial by fire. Wow, you did. <laughs> uh, just a little bit. And that was when, uh, hey, are we having in-person? Are we not having yeah. in-person? And and but man, the, the team here is so phenomenal. I know you know that. Yep. yep. And so I've been here for about 18 months. And so this is my second D6 conference as a coordinator. I attended uh, the conference numerous times as a ministry leader in the local church. But I'm married uh, to my wife, Jennifer. We will celebrate 17 years of marriage All in right. May. All right. And uh, we're we met in college and 
Uh, she is an eighth grade English teacher um, at a Christian academy here in Nashville where we live with our four boys. Um, I, my house is loud all the time. Uh, 16, 14, nine, and six. And we got a couple dogs that as well. And so, um, and as we were talking off air, a a massive grocery bill at my house. And so if somebody (laughs) wants to send uh, me some dollars through Venmo to help with the Kroger bill, that would be fantastic. Um, But yeah, I started out uh, after graduating um, from Bible college, started out in youth ministry uh, and children's ministry um, in both churches in both Alabama and Oklahoma. And then while in Oklahoma, I became a lead pastor um, and served there for a while before moving back to Nashville to work at our alma mater, uh, doing fundraising and and development, public relations, and and then got the awesome opportunity to join the D6 team uh, in late 2020. And so um, uh, it's just been a fun ride, man. I'm just so thankful to the Lord every day um, for his calling and for what he has just given me the opportunity to do. It's so fun. And you know, this Tom, it's so fun that we get to do vocationally what we love yes. and, and get, yeah. and get paid to do it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, yes, sign me up, uh, sign me up for that. So yeah, uh, we, we just are so thankful uh, for what the Lord cool. has given us to do. Yeah. That is cool. Well, here, here at the KMC podcast, we always start the podcast off with a why type question. Yeah. So my why question for you is, is why family, why is family discipleship so important to you personally? Yeah, that's so, that's such a fun question. Um, I recently wrote an article for our denominational magazine um, where I kind of talked about this a little bit. So I'm glad you asked that. Um, uh, when I was nine years old, I'll be 40 this year for context. Um, when I was nine years old, my, my parents divorced. Um, my dad w- is still an over the road trucker and, and he and my mom separated and, um, my, my dad is not a believer in Jesus Christ, but my mom has been a faithful Christian woman my entire life. And she made sure we were in church, uh-huh. you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, when they washed the windows, when they changed the trash, <laughs> you know, all those times. Yeah. And, but being a single mom, there was a lot of times, Tom, that she had to like work on Sundays. And um, I was surrounded by such a, a beautiful, you know, involved Christian extended family with my grandparents and my aunts and uncles. But not only that, I went to a really good Bible believing ministry focused church uh-huh. that did a great job in partnering with my single mom. Yeah. In in helping my spiritual formation and kind of filling that gap and, and giving her training and resources on how she could raise her kids in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And um, I, I was super involved in that church until I moved off uh, and went to college and still just have a great relationship with the folks there. And um, up until recently, my family still went to church at that same church. And, wow. and so family discipleship, connecting the church and the home is super important to me because it's part of my story yeah. uh, as a, as a believer in Jesus Christ and as an individual. So it, it I'm just super passionate about it. That is so cool. That yeah. is so cool. What a story. Um, yeah. So there's yeah, so that... many more layers to that, but <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's fabulous to hear, you know, how, how important that is. And obviously it's become 
invaluable to you and yeah and so it fits obviously that why you're working with d6 then and and so tell because there might be some listeners out there that aren't familiar with with d6 and what what is that and what does that actually mean yeah um so give us some insight into what d6 is all about yeah that's one of my favorite questions um you know from time to time now that we're getting to travel again um you know we have shirts and hats and things like that to say d6 and it's not uncommon whether at an airport or a restaurant or someplace like that, for someone to ask you, hey, what what does D6 stand for? And I love the opportunity because I just tell them it stands for Deuteronomy 6, specifically, you know, that passage verses 4 through 9, the Hebrew Shema, where it's, I'm going to summarize just uh, for the sake of brevity, but it's we love the Lord our God individually with everything that we have, our total being, and in an overflow type way, we then take that love for the Lord and we pass it on to the next generation, specifically, especially for those that the Lord has gifted us with kids, you know, that we pass that faith on to the next generation. And that involves, and I'm going to put it in 2022 vernacular when we're riding in the minivan and when we're on the way to church and when we're sitting at home and when we're uh, at sporting events and we're at church and we're all these different places so that we can, pass our faith to the next generation so that they can pass their faith to the next generation. And so yeah. that's what D6 is all about. It's it's providing resources for the church to partner with parents to pass their faith to the next generation. Wow. That's powerful. It and is. And there's there's so many families out there that are struggling and and there's churches that are struggling reaching them and knowing how to yeah. minister and we, we've talked about this on the podcast before with other guests and, and, and I've mused about it my, on my own of just how we've struggled as we, we, when the pandemic broke out, we, we reacted yeah. well um, by getting resources out there, going digital and doing all that kind of stuff. But we also, I, in some ways we didn't respond as well as we could have because we did throw so much stuff and we went digital and we really didn't take time to equip parents for that role. And most parents today never have been discipled themselves. Um, That's one of the things that I think has shaken out of this pandemic. I think that's been exposed in the churches. Our discipleship's not been as deep um, or as well-rounded as it could have been, should have been. Um, and, and I'm not saying this to be overly critical of the church today, but I, I just see that there's so many parents that haven't been personally discipled. And so then when the, when the kids pastors are out there saying, Hey, you need to disciple your, your, your kids, they're going, but I don't know how, cause nobody yeah. did it with me. What does that look like? What does that feel like in? Yeah. So I'm glad you put D six in a Deuteronomy six in 2022 words, because yeah. I think that's helping Pam parents that we, they need to understand discipleship is a rhythm. It's not just a program or a process. Right. It's, it's really a rhythm right. from day to day. So, well, what we like to say here, Tom, just to kind of tie a bow on that is uh, discipleship is not an event. It's a way of life. Yes. And it, right. and it's more than just Sunday. Yes. You know, it's, it's yes. every day encompassing inviting God to what we're already doing and looking for those teachable moments on the way that we can just pass our faith on to the next generation. Beautiful. Yeah. So 
tell us then, you know, we've got, we, we mentioned at the top is, is that there's a conference coming yeah. to help churches, to help leaders, to help ministry teams figure out what is family ministry discipleship look like uh, mm-hmm. in the new now, as I like to say, that's right. <laughs> um, that's I don't right. think there is a new normal. There's going to be a new now and that's what we that's have to right. live with because it's changing all the time. So, yeah. so for the new now, obviously, you know, the conference is poised here to help leaders. So, so tell us about what D six conference is and, and when it's happening, and then we're going to dive into some of the particulars of it. Yeah. Yeah. D six was, is a family ministry conference that, um, was founded and began in 2009. And outside of 2020, we've had a, a conference every year since. Um, and what we'd like to say, it's really the ministry conference for your whole team. Mm-hmm. If you are a senior pastor, we 100% want you at D6 and have an avenue for you as you lead your congregation. Um, w- we have training for you. If you're a next gen pastor or a family pastor or a kids pastor or or a, a youth director or even a music pastor, we ha- we have something for everybody on your team. Awesome. We really also have uh, great opportunities for you to bring some key volunteers who are not necessarily maybe your paid staff, um, okay. where they can come just get foundational training. We're we're not going to cram D six the products down your throat at the D6 conference. We are going to try to instill D6 philosophy and allow you to take that philosophy and mold it and shape it for the context that the Lord has placed you in your local church. Like um, it's not a commercial for what we do. It's, it's foundational principles um, and then lots of different resources to help you implement that in your local church. I'm glad you so said the conference, that. Yeah. yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm glad you said that because I have a feeling that some people that do know about D6 would probably assume that that's what it's about. And so I'm glad you clarified that because that's that's yeah. good for people to hear, uh, especially from somebody who's coordinating the event. Uh, <laughs> it's that, right. That, that it's not about the curriculum and, and the resources. It's, it is about the philosophy, the strategy right. of, of helping connect that church and home. That's right. As much as we want to have a conversation with you about our products and resources, uh, I don't want to get fired after doing this podcast. <laughs> as, as much as we want to have that conversation with you, that's not our overarching purpose right. at the D6 conference. Yes, um, We just deeply believe in the principles of, De- of Deuteronomy 6 and generational discipleship. And yeah. we want that to be the foundation, the bedrock of every church discipleship process. So what, what is this year's theme and, and what's yeah. your focus for this year? Yeah, Tom, you know, um, we plan these themes sometimes over a year in advance. Like as I sit here today in February of 2022, um, we've already begun um, looking at our theme for 23. I mean, so we, we plan these out and I've got artwork on my desk that I'm going to go over this afternoon for the 23 conference. but. As we sat um, in the early part of 2021, me and a few others on our team here to talk about the 22 conference, we just felt the heaviness of everything that we have faced um, as ministry leaders, as you chronicled a while ago, like when the pandemic hit, okay. and, and even more narrowly focused, kind of what we, 
we all experience just as individual people, uh, even individual people that are believers in Jesus Christ. And we just felt heavy. Yeah. And so we batted around a few different ideas and we came up with this word that is the theme for the 22 conference. And that is the idea of reset. We just feel like that what what after what we have faced over the last two years with the normals being shattered, <laughs> ministry looking different, yep. as you said a while ago, what is the new now that we needed to just pause and just, you know, hit, hit a reset button mm -hmm. and, and reset our hearts right. and our minds and our focus and really zero in um, on those foundational things that will help us adapt to the new now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that because again, if those that are avid listeners, uh, there's a few, yeah. <laughs> a few. <laughs> I don't know how many, but there's a few out there that I know listen to this podcast. Well, my, on a regular my mom basis. will, my mom will listen to this one. All right. So, good. All right. Another Hi, one. Derek's there's mom. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> So um, it's been a concern of mine of, of how many leaders are trying to just return everything they're doing uh, pre-pandemic. They're trying to go back to it. And, and yeah. we're, we're seeing a lot of churches that are doing that. And I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, my spirit cries out because it's like, I don't think that's what we're supposed to as the body of Christ do. Mm -hmm. I think God has opened a, a new door, a new season, and we're supposed to walk into this doing things a little differently than what we did before. Not everything. I mean, there are some things that I think are timeless and, and we can hold on to those. But I think there's some mm -hmm. things that we as, as the church, as children's ministry leaders, as family ministry leaders, we could really push and try to think about doing differently. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just afraid as I watch a lot of leaders that I don't hear new stuff being discussed. I hear the same discussions in ministry circles happening. Yeah. And I do think it's time for a reset. Uh, I like that. And of course, you already know my my passion project, the the thing that my life's calling is focused on right now. So much of is, is restoring leaders and helping leaders that are hurting and burned out and worn out yeah. and overwhelmed. I just... I did a small survey on my website, um, or my Facebook group here in the KMC, just asking people how you're feeling. And, and mm -hmm. man, um, I didn't get a huge sampling so far. It's growing little by little. Um, and it's not a super scientific study. Um, this is, <laughs> isn't a, 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 a Barnes research quality. Uh, it's bump research it's quality. Bump research though. quality, though. It is, yes. Uh, but I was asking leaders, how are you feeling? And, and, almost 90% now of the people that responded are saying they're feeling completely overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and a large majority uh, are struggling with uh, self-doubt, with they're struggling with being worn out. They're struggling with the idea of thinking about quitting. Mm -hmm. um, and so... And a lot of those people have no place, they feel like they have no place to turn really to talk. And, and, to, yeah. and so when I, when I hear the word reset, mm -hmm. I think that's very timely. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you, Tom, if, if your listeners would go to d6conference.com and maybe you'll, you'll link to this, obviously, I yep. think in the show notes, yep. if they'll look at the logo that we have chosen for reset, um, there's two arrows in this logo. Mm-hmm. One of them is in the R and it's an arrow that's pointing backwards because while we need to adapt to the new now, we need to adapt to the new now by looking back yes. and resetting to scripture and those foundational principles. Amen. And then the other arrow is pointing forward, taking what we have you know, just kind of refocused on from the past and then adapting it Yes. to the new yes. now. We're not trying to, and, and you'll agree, we're not trying to create new philosophy and foundation. We're right. trying to take the ancient path, the ancient principles of Deuteronomy 6 and yep. applying them to the new now. Yes. That's very, very, very key distinction there. And I couldn't help but think a while ago, um, I don't want to over-spiritualize this text, but there's a passage in 1 Corinthians that is there for us to look at to see what the children of Israel did and how they got in trouble for it yep. so that we may not fall into those same patterns. Right. And I think what you said earlier about, you know, the pandemic hit and we're like, <gasps> like what now? You yep. know, I, I, we, we've got to look back and kind of see what we were doing. Yep. And probably we're going to determine maybe it wasn't working as well as we thought it was. Yes. Let's right. learn from that. Yes. And adapt that to the new yes. now. Yep. I, I think that's, that's it. It's, you know, we have the opportunity, you know, I mean, Jesus talks, uses the example of, of you don't put new wine in old wine skins. Yeah. And, 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 and you're right. You know, like I said, there's timeless principles, there's scripture that stands through pandemics and right. and famines and times of great blessing. Yeah. Um, it, it those principles don't change, but our our methodology and our our programming, our thoughts have got to change. And that's right. And even you know, just some of the stuff we're doing, yeah, we really do need to look at um, the idea of do we continue with this? And if it's, if it's not working, then let's stop. Um, let's, let's move forward. Let's hit the reset button and try to change something. Um, that's right. That's right. So I I'm glad you guys are, are, are doing that. So tell us a little bit about what, you know, some of the the content or how the conference kind of flows, give Mm -hmm. people an idea of what D six conference feels like. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, and, and, I know, again, I've only, this is only my second conference as a coordinator, but I have attended at least half of them, I think, as an attendee or ministry leader in the past. And so I'm speaking kind of from both perspectives. The D6 conference in some ways feels like a family reunion um, because you're you're coming back and you're reconnecting with people that that you see from year to year and, and rubbing shoulders with some of the top ministry leaders um, in their fields um, that are just imparting wisdom. We, we say around here, like in some place coming to the D6 conference, you, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant. It's like, I can't, I can't take it all in, but, but that's okay. Uh, we need periods where, where that happens. Um, one thing that I, I do want to kind of connect what we were just talking about to this question, um, we're almost resetting the conference a little bit. 
things are going to be a bit different. I mean, there's going to be the staples of breakout sessions and main stage talks and worship and all those things. But maybe the way we do some of that's even going to be different. Um, we're going to have moments, Tom, and I don't want to give away too much of our secrets. <laughs> yeah, keep, here. keep some secrets. <laughs> right. We're going to have some intentional moments throughout the conference, specifically during the main stage sessions, where we're going to pause programming and we're going to lead through times of doing individual specific soul care nice. and just ask the Lord. Uh, through some 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 guided times by a facilitator, um, not not in groups necessarily, although that's not bad. But it's it's yeah. Derek getting by himself with the Lord, Tom getting yep. it by himself with the Lord, and us just asking maybe those those just spirit guided questions. Mm, yeah, um, to say, hey, you know what? Like, I am on the edge of burnout. Yeah, I am considering leaving the ministry as a leader and never return uh, to, to a position in the church. And I need um, some just intentional interaction with the Lord right here. Yeah. And so we're, that that's way different than what we typically in the past, we would, we would have, and, and this was fine too, like an entertainer, a comedian or a musician yeah. or a drum line or something <laughs> come in to kind of break up those, those times of information. Yeah. Um, but but this year we're gonna hit pause on those times and we're gonna say okay, like, how are you doing? That's good. Like, and let's ask the Lord that. Um, and and then on top of that, with with the main stage, we have over a hundred breakout sessions, uh, beginning Wednesday afternoon when the conference begins and goes all day Thursday, and it ends just before lunch on Friday, packed with all different kinds of content in yeah. the family ministry field, the discipleship <laughs> field, parenting, children's ministry, special topics, digital, parently, and parents and leadership, apologetics, all kinds of things. As you can see, it's a conference for the whole, yeah. your whole team. It's big. And so it's just packed. I mean, it is packed with um, D6 philosophy and a lot of nuts and bolts and how-tos that you can take back to your church and through wisdom, implement for your context and uh, begin transitioning or reinforcing this idea yeah. of D6. Wow. Yeah, just a lot a lot going on, man. That's exciting. Uh, it's so fun. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready, but I'm not ready. Let's, let's... <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, I'm excited. I mean, I'm going to be bringing Restoring Leaders to your resource yeah, area. Man. And, and We're so, so happy to have you. Tell us about some of the resource providers that are coming oh, in and stuff like that. You, you know, um, with COVID, you never you never know uh, what that looks like. Uh, in 2021, we were just committing to having an in-person gathering, um, kind of regardless of what that looked like. Um, and so going into 22, we just, we didn't have a lot of expectation on what it would look like still, because in some areas of the country, you know, the different variants of COVID yep. and stuff are just, are just yep. extreme and, and very prominent, but, but our exhibit hall is full. Uh, we have all kinds of ministry providers. We're so glad to have you uh, and restoring leaders um, uh, in the exhibit hall with us. And uh, listen, to go back to a previous thing where I said, we're not cramming D6 products down your throat the whole time. We have other curriculum providers that are exhibitors at D6. 
That's awesome. Um, so That's that great. just proves my point. Um, yeah. We're so thankful for our sponsors, uh, RiseUpFaith.com, Reengage, which is a marriage ministry of Watermark Church, um, Awana, uh, Operation Christmas Child, and the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary are, are our key sponsors for this event, along with all of our wonderful exhibitors. Um, and and I, I don't even going to start naming them because then I'll forget them. And then they're going <laughs> to yeah. find me at the conference and be like, you didn't name hey, me on didn't Tom's tell. podcast. <laughs> I want a discount or I want a refund. And so I don't want to start naming a bunch of them. But but the exhibit hall will be full. The exhibit hall will also have a mini stage in there Ooh. where we are going to have a couple TED Talks um, uh, in there just to, to, to garner some some intentionality there for the resource center. Um, because we want to drive our attendees to the resource center yeah. because we believe that the exhibitors that are in that resource center yep. have valuable ministries and information and how to's and nuts and bolts that can help them in their local church. Yeah. And so we want to do like everything it. we can to love on those exhibitors and to send attendees down there to, to the point where there's a couple times when the resource center is going to be open, that that's the only thing going on at the conference. Um, and so we're excited about just having that more intentional yeah. focus yeah. Uh, in our resource center. And yeah. I encourage everybody when you're going to a conference, now that I've had the yeah. experience, I've always been a participant and speaker and that kind of thing. And this time I, I got the chance to go to children's pastors conference in January and, and take the restoring leaders there and into their resource center. And it was a whole new experience, uh, being on that side. And one of the things that I saw and I thought, you know, there was a lot of times where um, there wasn't a lot of traffic, to be honest. And I was like, where is everybody? And I know, you know, you're in Florida and it's nice outside and you want to go out and, and rather than being inside. I got it. I understood. But I want to encourage people when you go to these conferences, talk to everybody. Stop at yeah. every booth, even if you're not sure that it's going to help you. You know, one because I used to do this as a I, I I had a friend encourage me to do this, so I started making it my conference habit of going down every row and and trying to have at least a five minute conversation and pick up a brochure um, from every group that I went to, uh, every booth yeah. that I could. Um, yeah. yeah, there were some booths that were so crowded I didn't get to them all, but I tried to get to a majority of the the why because I found resources that I didn't know existed. Um, exactly I was able right. to connect with people and ministries that I didn't know anything about. And sometimes it was just the fact that I knew somebody looking for something else. And I was able to share a resource that I, I found right. at a conference. So I want to encourage you. D6 has put a lot of effort into this. If you're coming, mm -hmm. plan on spending some time in that resource yeah. area and walking through it, talking to right. different, you know, whether you come by the Restoring Leaders booth or not. I mean, we're going to have the best hit, candy, hit. I'm just saying. But, uh, you Make sure you save some of that for the D6 conference coordinator who will oh, need some candy. We Well, uh, you you can get the leftovers if you want. I'll be the one cleaning up the trash. I'll be the one cleaning up the trash that people leave. Oh, no, yeah. uh, no so. I, I totally agree with you to speak to that point, Tom. Um, as a ministry leader, when I was in the local church, I oftentimes got some of my greatest resource finds in the booths that I didn't know those ministries existed. Yep. Yep. Um, and so I think, I think it, it would behoove our attendees at the D six conference and any conference for that yes. matter 
Yep. To, to really get to know those people, hear their stories, hear their heart for ministry. You never know what you're going to uncover that'll be helpful to you in your ministry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. So true. So um, let me ask you this then. Uh, when you, mm-hmm. you, in some ways, you kind of answered it earlier, but I think it's good to talk through again. Why, why should somebody bring a whole team um, to D6? Yeah. So many times, and I don't want to be mean to senior pastors here because I used to be one. Um, So many times we'll have children's ministry director and student pastor come to our conference, be super sold on this idea of D6 and this philosophy and, and adapting it as kind of the foundation for their discipleship ministry in their church. And then we hear this phrase like, but I'm not the one who makes that decision. Right. Yep. And so I think one of the one of the things is if you can bring your whole team, it just especially the, the, the lead pastor or senior pastor, whatever you call that position in your local church. I think it just helps really get that ball rolling a little bit faster. And um, be, because we, if the senior pastor get, gets the uh, uh, gets the bug, if yep. you will, yep. for, for the for this philosophy of D6. Man, it's going to go a long way in helping the children's area and the student area and the next gen area and all those different areas um, adapt as well. And I think sometimes I know as as a former uh, church staffer, I would go to conferences and by myself and I'm like, I don't know anybody here. And I really would like to unpack and debrief some of this with somebody. Huh? And and so I think that's another positive you to go get away as a team and have some team bonding yes. and debrief. It, it will it will not be uncommon for you to see teams at the D6 conference after a session sitting in a circle on the floor or on couches <laughs> or wherever they can find with coffee or whatever in their hand, kind of debriefing and unpacking yeah. and maybe what it looks like for them in their local church. Um, Love it. so it, th- there's, it's, it's just a wonderful opportunity to get away as a team. And, t- and here's the deal, Tom, if you go to D six by yourself, how in the world are you going to go to 108 breakout <laughs> sessions by yourself? And so, uh, it, it, <laughs> yeah, as, as many people present. would accuse me of having a split personality, uh, <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> you cover more ground and you, and you compare notes and yes. you, uh, and you just debrief as a team and yeah, there's no doubt yeah. the energy and excitement you have when you can have a team. Uh, Cause I remember early on as a younger children's pastor going to a conference and getting all wound up about some things, going back to my, my senior leader and sharing with them. And they were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll think about it. And right. Well-intentioned, you know, <laughs> well-intentioned. They just were not there. Yeah. And the, the passion wasn't put yeah. in them like it was. You. Yep. And even my um, own team, my, my own yeah. leadership team, you know, they were like, Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Good. Glad you had a good experience. Yeah. So yeah. When, but then I took a team to a conference once and wow. Um, yeah. it was dramatically different. Then I had, I had 14 advocates for yeah. ideas. In fact, I actually right. had to shut down some ideas because <laughs> because they were what like, "Whoa, problem. okay, well, well, let's let's now." I got to tell you to slow down, which really felt awkward because um, I'm usually the one being told to slow down. Now I'm telling my team, <laughs> but I would rather have that problem than 
than being yeah. alone. And so I, I'm excited because I know the facility, um, they're going to be back at the Caribe Royale in yeah. Orlando, which is a beautiful hotel complex and convention center. And uh, they've yeah, redone you, it. You could have, so yes, I was going to say all their suites are redone and yep. uh, refurbished and absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. They have a fabulous pool area um, and even a cafe outdoors. You can eat outdoors and, and, right. and all of that. So you can totally go and you're within what, two miles, three miles from Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, if you stay at the Carib, you can actually pick up a shuttle to Disney Springs from the Carib, and we're going to have go. food trucks, Ooh, um, food trucks. you know, out awesome. there for some, for some meals and, and just, just we want to create a space for teams or, or small groups of people to get away, get good content and reset as individuals and as teams. That's that's what we're trying to create. That's powerful. So yeah. I can just see it. There's going to be teams all over that place. Um, uh, in fact, I'll even give some inside info. There's a great patio outside the convention center going towards the villas. That most right. people don't even know exists. Um, <laughs> they now do I just, now. <laughs> I, they do now. If you're listening to this podcast and you go to D6, just walk down the hall all the way to the end, and and yeah. you will see not away, not towards the convention center. Go the opposite direction and yeah. towards the villas, and you will find this beautiful patio area that is just so relaxing. And the pond back there, yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. It um, is good absolutely gorgeous so we're super excited and we're just we just we want to love on our attendees and we want to love on our sponsors and exhibitors um from a business standpoint but more importantly from a ministry standpoint just uh we 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 want to see generational discipleship Mm. increase you know and and move down the road and and we believe that happens when churches get serious um, about partnering with the home yep. to do discipleship. Yep. And it's going to happen. It's not going to happen if we're all exhausted. That's if right. We're all worn out. If we're That's all right. trying to do the old normal instead of That's the new right. now. So I think that is huge. And I keep telling people, what's at risk if we don't hit the reset button, if we don't mm. rest, if we don't renew ourselves? Again, I'm sorry, I'm getting out of the restoring leaders pitch but i can't help it it's, it's all like, right man it's in That's my right. blood it's it's what i do because i'm just concerned about you know so many leaders and so i'm glad that you guys are taking this focus and i've been yeah. praying for the conference already i will continue to pray all the way up till april um Thank and you. through um because i really hope that that lots and lots of people will come and it's not too late um, so where can not, people go and, and yeah. register if they, if they say, wow, yeah. Hey, I didn't see this and I want to be around people. That's right. Come on. You can go to D six conference. That is the letter D and the number six conference.com. That's got all the details. You can buy tickets there. There are group tickets available, not just individual tickets. Um, I will say there's a price break happening on March the 1st. So if you, right. I don't know when this will air, but if you get in before March 1st, you can um, save a little bit of money. Um, You can also right there from the d6conference.com book your room at the Carib. Um, So it's kind of a one-stop shop there for you. The conference is April 20th through the 22nd at the Carib Royale Orlando. 
And again, you can go to d6conference.com and listen. Um, my the CFO here is not here today, and so I can say this. <laughs> Actually, he wouldn't care. He would agree. Don't let money be the complete reason why you don't come to the D6 conference. And I'm not telling you that because I need to sell tickets. I'm telling you that because I value you as a ministry leader and I want you to come. If if you have questions about ticket prices or whatever, um, Tom, maybe you can put this in the show notes. My email address is Derek.altum at randallhouse.com. Yep. And you email me. That is my personal email here at Randall House and D6. I will respond to you. And we want you and your team at the D6 conference in 2022. And so don't don't be like, man, I really want to do that. It's just not in the budget for these tickets or whatever. Please reach out to me and we'll work something out for you for sure. That's awesome. Thank you, Derek. Yeah. I, I yeah. appreciate you sharing that because there's a lot of smaller church leaders out there. Yes. And oftentimes they're, they're always afraid that conferences are cost prohibitive. And, and so thank you for doing that. I mean, I will tell people, look, the Carib is a, is an all suite hotel. So you can yeah. bring your team there. Most of the suites have two queen beds and then a, right. a bathroom and a, and then the front room that has a sleeper sofa. I've slept on those sleeper sofas before they were refurbed and they were great. <laughs> um, so I did a whole week on one and it, my back didn't hurt. Uh, and I got a sensitive back. So, uh, yeah. th- those suites are fantastic. Uh, and, and so you can totally, uh, not kill your budget, um, by staying right. there, um, and, and having an opportunity. So thanks for being willing to, to work with some, cause yeah. there are some small no, churches out there. That's right. No resort fee. Uh, right. Parking is very minimal for those guests who stay on site and it's considerably more for those who stay off site. Yeah. And so just keep those things in mind when you're, when you're making your plans to come to yes. D6. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much. Yeah, we'll put yeah, all those links in the show notes. I'll put your email there too. And yeah. uh, we really appreciate you taking time. And we look forward to the partnership that that uh, D6 and, and Restoring Leaders is going to have in the future. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to serving the leaders that come and ministering to them. And I'll be right there loving on them too and offering that That's care right. and support that we can do um, because we yeah. want to we want to keep people... Uh, in the ministry. We want them to live restored, lead renewed um, all the time so that we can build the kingdom. That's right. Um, that's right, man. So that's what it's all about. So thanks, man. Uh, appreciate yeah, dude. your friendship and appreciate getting yeah. ready to, to partner together on this. And and so, yeah. hey guys, be sure to check out D6. Um, yeah. And thank you guys for sponsoring this episode as well. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you doing that. And uh, that support helps keep the KMC going. And and yeah. uh, we appreciate that very much. So thanks for taking time, man. Yeah, man. It was my pleasure to be here, Tom, and just blessings to you and your ministry and uh, to all those who are listening to this episode. Awesome. Well, hey, my friends, that wraps up this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, again, if there's anything we can do for you, please reach out. You can email me at tom at restoringleaders.org. Uh, check out the website there. Uh, There's a brand new Facebook group as well for restoring leaders. Uh, If you're not part of the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, go check that out. We'd love to have you part of our community. Um, We're thankful that a lot of D6 leaders are in that group. 
Uh, and so if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out there. Um, and because uh, they'll, they'll help you. They're a wonderful bunch of people. Uh, I even flew back from a conference because uh, I got rerouted through Nashville and got to got to sit with the whole lot while we were all waiting for our flight. And they they were wonderful. They didn't ignore me at all. Um, I mean, well, some of them did. Lena was kind of no, just kidding, Lena. I love you. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna hit me when she sees me if she if she hears this. This will be the test to see if she actually listens to the podcast or not. Um, which I don't know if she does or not. She's going to hate my guts. Um, so anyway, I better wrap this up before I lose any more friends at D6. Um, so God bless y'all. And again, if I can help you uh, in any way, reach out. Thanks for listening to this edition and join me again real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.